Gotta stash, gotta stash, gotta stash away. Stash what? Stash away. I'm doing the stash away challenge to begin investing. Stash away for retirement, for my kids' education. Sounds like I need to stash away for my first home. You can stash away for any life goal. Just visit stashaway.my or download the Stash Away app to invest part of your salary or direct debit for long-term investment. That's the Stash Away challenge. Stash Away is licensed by the Securities Commission Malaysia. This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Thanks for listening to The Morning Run. You're with Julian and Chuang. And uh, Malaysia's first quarter business confidence slumps to a two-year ro- uh, two-year two low. The uh, stats department released this uh, business tendency survey and uh, the number for first quarter is a negative 2.2%. This is the lowest recorded uh, level since 2017. It's only a couple of years. What's the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. Um, Everything is negative. Chuang, <laughs> industrial, construction, wholesale, retails. Uh, except for services, which uh, rose about 6%. Is that fintech or is that, I'm not sure what the details are there. Whatever, right? Whatever services provided, whether it's a law firm or whether it's some kind of like exogenous service. But um, construction is construction uh, understandable. Minus 18.6%. What Jules. is that? What is that? That is MRT. That is uh, ECRL. That is high speed rail. That is MRT. That's two just Gamuda there. That's <laughs> one guy doing a survey and he's like, yeah. totally saying, this is not good for me. Yeah. But I, well, I guess the, the good thing about this is, although it's prospective in nature, it is also quite uh, intra, well a temporary. It's transient, right? Because op, um, uh, s- uh, sentiments come and go. Sentiments depend on a whole bunch of things, right? So it's not entirely a science. It's not one hundred percent. It's not accurate. scientific. Yeah. It's not scientific. So because people will change the mind next time, and uh, who knows if the government talks to Gamuda and say, "Hey, we'll offer you a good price," uh, then the number spikes. Yeah. <laughs> But related to this also uh, is the fact that uh, manufacturers are seeing red because they don't like the SST and they're saying that the SST is contributing to a 10% cost increase. Yeah, I saw that. And I think we've got Lim Guadeng, the finance minister, responding as well, saying that he'll look into it. But um, just before we you know, get into that, a uh, bit of opinion from him. Um, I saw the latest data from Bank Nagara as well. And I think inflation was eerily low at 0.7%. So this whole notion that inflation might be rearing its ugly head to some extent, it's not really true. I think there's this whole opposite notion that deflation might be the issue here. The deflation is uh, certainly a, a, a risk that economists uh, and market watchers around the world, they don't yeah. want that, right? They're pretty freaked out by the fact. Uh, and also Malaysia, you know, like that first deflation in 10 years, yeah. um, it's the, the policy makers will tell us that uh, that's not worrying because we still have GDP growth coming. And, uh, you know, but this SST... 10% uh, ad- addition to the cost of manufacturers, the FMM is not very happy about this. And also the MIER is saying that uh, this is adding to costs as well. I think there's a lot of posturing going on because employers recently also said that the uh, wages um, is not supposed to go up because it adds to their costs. You're going to interview uh, Kula Sager and later you're going to ask him about this, right? Yeah, 805, he comes on the breakfast school and of course he is the human resources minister and of course, yes, he is in charge of the National Wage Index and uh, min- Minimum, minimum wages. But um, is there a concern, Jules, that with production costs or, 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 or industrial costs rising, but at the same time, growth is slowing? So this is, I think, what is that economic term? Is this a stag- stagflation, stagflationary stagflation. situation, yep. Yep. which is not optimal? 
Yeah, but, but stagflation, I think, happens when uh, there's a time of high inflation, which we don't which have. Which we don't have. We, we don't have yeah. that right now. But I, I think the economy is, uh, the government is trying to fix the economy by literally fixing it, you know, too much, uh, doing too much uh, to just manage the economy without uh, allowing the economy to sort of free up and, and do its own thing, right? And, and here's Lim Guaning saying, uh, responding to FMM's claims of higher costs, uh, he's doubtful about that. I would disagree with it. We do not deny that there are problems in terms of the rapid implementation of the SST. Because, you know, we implemented a completely new tax in less than two months. It was implemented on the 1st of September. But I think we have fulfilled our objective of ensuring that the impact of price rises will be less compared to the GST. We never said that there will be no price increases. There will be. But the impact will be less than the GST. And this is proven by the fact that you look at the inflation rate for the entire 2018, it's only at 1%. Compared to under GST, at 3.7%. I believe that if there are any issues, it can be ironed out. So I would still insist that if you look at the figures, it speaks for itself. If there are any impediments towards the rise in production costs, we want to investigate and examine whether it is connected to SST or other structural factors. There's Finance Minister Lim Guan in commenting about this lament of higher costs for employers and manufacturers. Uh, on the other hand, just looking at the GDP indications to it is that uh, G- uh, CIMB, for example, is setting a 6% loan growth. Uh, this comes after Maybank talking about a 5% odd uh, loan growth the other day. So uh, this might really tie into some of those uh, GDP forecasts uh, that we're seeing. And uh, let's look at uh, some other business news here. And this is pro- probably part of the legacy of the previous government, FGV posted its earning results uh, for 2018. Uh, One billion loss is the biggest loss ever. Yeah, that is not small, right? Uh, Revenue also fell to 13.5 billion ringgit, down nearly from nearly 17. So, Clearly a, lot of, clearly a lot of things, lower average CPO prices, impairments and provisions of over 1 billion ringgits. And um, I mean, when they talked to FGV CEO Haris Fazila Hassan, he said plantation operations in the fourth quarter were focused on plugging leaks, revising processes, implementing new controls to bring up performance in the estates in line with other large players. So all those three or four little uh, data points are very, very telling of the states and health of FGV. So uh, they have also just appointed uh, the, the new CEO. Then um, the question is going to be asked here whether uh, you know things will change from here for FGV and indeed for the nation, right? Uh, because this part of Felda, I think, is, is, it, is FGV part of Felda or is it a separate entity? Well, Felda, yeah, well, there's Felda, right? And Felda's um, investment. Uh, this, this, I think there's three. It's right? a social. Felda yeah, has so, a social mission. So there's Felda Investment, which is the investment. And then there's Felda Global Ventures, which is the listed entity, which is then. Uh, public shareholders and, and other associated entities in there and GLICs and then there's the, I think there's a third entity but FGV is, is controlled I think 30 odd 33% by Felder Holdings yeah, there's a whole bunch of things which have not even been resolved yet because it's, it's just so complicated yeah, certainly uh, continues to um, put the spotlight on um, governance as well as the porousness between uh, the government sector and the corporate sector. Um, also pointing uh, to uh, things to come in the, in the economy, CIMB has targeted a loan growth of 6% in 2019. And this also uh, echoes uh, Maybank's recent uh, 5 point something percent number for loan growth this year. Ties in very much uh, to the GDP, GDP numbers provided by uh, you know, Lim Guaning and Ong Ken yeah, and so on. Yeah, kind of. But, you know, CIMB, 6% loans growth target, that's the highest among local banks. And um, 
I mean, and there's no small bank either, the second largest bank in Malaysia. They're not a small bank, as yeah. you say, Jules. So I'm, I'm wondering where this loan and growth is going to come from, or, or whether or not they're going to be maybe relaxing some of their macro, you know, um, uh, some of their their, their their guidelines in terms of accepting or rejecting loans. Because as we know, the last two or three years, loans growth has been quite moribund, and that's yeah. because the guidelines have been quite strict imposed by Bank Negara. So we'll have to see. Absolutely. Okay, um, we're coming up to the ATM news, and after that, there will be a breakfast grill. Kusu Chuang will speak to M. Kulasegaran, Minister of Human Resources. Stay tuned for that. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.